And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as harvest is advancing despite some rainfall. But first, the farm weather. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today increasing cloudiness. 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20. The high today 16, the low 7. Friday partly cloudy, 60% chance of showers tomorrow. Wind northeast 20 becoming light near noon. The high 15, the low 8. Saturday cloudy, 60% chance of showers. The high 15, the low 8. Sunday, cloudy, the high 13. Evening rain on Sunday, the low 6. Monday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of showers, the high 14, the low plus 3. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 12, the low plus 3. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 13. The normal high is 18, the normal low is 4. The sun rose at 6.31 this morning. It sets at 7.18 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 15, Saskatoon 9, Swift Current is 6, Weyburn is the hot spot in the province right now at 16, 15 in Yorkton. In Regina, cloudy and 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 14. Humidity 61%, the barometer rising 101.5. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 12. Winds are from the west-northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy, 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com and South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan farmers made good harvest progress during the past week despite some scattered rain showers. Provincial Crops Analyst Daphne Cruz says 58% of the crop is in the bin, up from the five-year average of 37% for this time of year. She says harvest ranges from 82% in the southwest to 16% in the northwest. Some cooler weather and some rain showers rolled in on the weekend, which has kind of uh, slowed things down quite a bit. Uh, right now we're sitting at 58% of the crop in the bin, and the five-year average for this time of year is 37%. So some pretty good progress was made. Most of the rain recorded was in the east and northern regions of the province, and so that has slowed some of those guys down there quite a bit, actually. How much rain? When we kind of look more on the east side, Musiman got 14 millimeters up into Rose Valley, 15 millimeters. And we go more toward Lake Lenore, Nipawin was 26 and 34 millimeters, respectively. And then kind of across the north, more toward northwest Middle Lake, they got 20 millimeters. So that's kind of the way the rain showers went. The central and western and southwestern parts of the province got very little, which is an area that would like some, I think, at this point, even if... I guess it's not the best timing because people are trying to get the harvest in, but it's one of those things that September brings. Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen with the harvest weather. How do our yields and grade look? When we talk about yield, it's very much all over the map, of course. When we look at the southwest and west central regions, of course, the dry conditions there, yields are average to below average. And again, some of those areas did experience some hailstorms too throughout the summer, which didn't help. When we look more toward the east side of the province, things there are looking average to above average on general. But again, producers even within a farm unit are saying within a couple of miles on the same crop, the yields are so very much different, 20, 30, 40 bushels difference in some case. So 
It all depends on how the seeding conditions were, when the crop come up, and when that rain fell on that particular area. When we look at the grades, uh, we asked our crop reporters the Durham estimate for this time of year, and right now 60% of the Durham is estimated to fall in the number one grade, while 34% is estimated to grade number two. Uh, when we look at the pea crop, 50% is estimated to fall in number one, and 46% in number two. And across the board on lentils, 46% of the lentils are estimated to grade number one and 49% number two. And I think a lot of that is mostly due to environmental stress basically throughout the whole growing season. We're not hearing a lot of disease issues or insect issues causing damage to crops and to mature seed. It's more just the lack of rainfall and even the conditions that the crop went into in the spring. So that's kind of the general rundown for those three crops for grades. What's the topsoil moisture rating? Topsoil moisture is rated as 25% adequate, 40% short, and 35% short on cropland. Hay and pasture topsoil is 20% adequate, 32% short, and 48% very short. So again, some rains here, especially for the southwest and west central. The southwest is, you know, either wrapping up harvest or some producers are done, so rain at this time I don't think would be turned away. Was there much frost damage this past week? Yes, the frost on September 5th of last week, it did do some damage, especially to some of the later seeded canola crops and the soybean crops. Looking across the province, we went anywhere from around zero to minus four, minus five, which happened in the Prince Albert, Nipawin areas for several hours. So in those areas, that was a killing frost. And so producers have been the last week either swathing the canola crop that did get some damage or assessing some of those crops that maybe got the minus one, minus two for an hour and some of those crops might be able to grow out of the frost and keep maturing and so producers are just still watching those crops and assessing damage as the days go. There were several cases of machinery contacting power lines again? Yes, there was a few cases I think of machinery again hitting power lines and again just like at seeding time harvest is a busy time so producers are just again reminded to just take an extra second and of course remind some of your hired help as best you can of where the the power lines are and everyone just takes a little bit more time and I think hopefully some of those incidences can be reduced. Daphne Cruz compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Railways, grain companies, and farm organizations met yesterday in Saskatoon at the request of the federal government. There were no guarantees of improved grain transportation this winter, but the railways believe new locomotives, hopper cars, and additional employees will make a difference. Those capital purchases were made as a result of changes made in Bill C-49, which was passed earlier this year. CN Rail's CEO, Jean-Jacques Rouet, was at yesterday's meeting. Cars have been built in Hamilton to be delivered in wintertime. Locomotive have been built in Texas, they've been delivered since the month of June. We've been hiring people since last fall, it takes six months to train them. We have been more and more qualified conductors. This year we're investing $40 million of track and double siding in Western Canada so we can put more train on the, on the grid. All these things take time, but we will have a lot of these resources for entering the next winter, the coming winter. Bill C-49 also includes reciprocal penalties for poor railway performance that leads to grain backlogs like last winter. Transport Minister Mark Garneau is looking for resiliency in the system. Particularly when we face things that we can't totally predict ahead of time. I mean, if we could predict the weather ahead of time in the winter, if we could predict the market price ahead of time for grain and how big harvests would be, 
we would have less of a challenge. But what we do want to make sure is in place is as reliable as possible railway transportation system to get their grain to market. Todd Lewis is the president of the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan. He says both railways need to be ready this winter. We heard about uh, uh, perhaps opportunities in new markets uh, with Australian crop failure that uh, there might be uh, opportunities for Canada and we need to fill those needs. So, uh, you know, I think we've got to be uh, light in our feet as far as transportation and getting, getting the crop to where it's needed at the right place at the right time and hopefully we're headed that way. Kevin Hirsch is the executive director of the Inland Terminal Association of Canada. And as elevator companies around the table said today, they sell to what they think they can get for rail car movement. You know, they, they have an expectation for how many cars they're going to get based on their portion of the total that's been committed. That's what they sell to. When that falls short, that's when the problems arise. They've got sales that they can't meet. Hirsch also notes CN Rail will have more grain to move this crop year than CP Rail. That's because drought conditions have reduced production in southern areas where CP is the main carrier. The final winner this season in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout is Christy McShannock, who farms with her spouse, Trevor Wagner, near Cupar, about 80 kilometers northeast of Regina. Their family and friends were treated to pierogies, mashed potatoes, sausage, cabbage rolls, and roast beef from Peg's Kitchen in Regina. Other sponsors include Warner Industries and Marcus in New Holland, as well as The Tap and Great West Brewing. The couple farm about 600 acres of cropland and 3,000 acres of hayland, with a herd of about 200 cows. A striking feature was over 800 large straw bales lining the driveway with hay bales yet to come. Christy McShannock says harvest is nicely completed. It was good. We finished up about two weeks ago. And what did you put in? What did you uh, combine? And, and how are your yields? The, he planted wheat and oats, and I think it went pretty decent considering it was a dry year. 30, 35 bushels. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't ask. And... Uh, it's all in the bin, so he's happy. <laughs> so you're the first that we've had, of course, to say the harvest is done, but uh, it is mid-September, yeah. what you might expect that. But you've still got some hay to haul? Yes, we do. A couple weeks of hay hauling. What do you plan on planting next year? Probably the same things. At least oats and wheat, maybe canola, depends on the winter. Why? Because if we get enough snow or not, or if there's sufficient moisture in the spring. I think that's why he didn't plant canola this year, because it was looking dry for a long time. Describe the growing season this year. Uh, it was okay at the start, and I think it was a little bit better than last year. We had more rain, and then it didn't rain for a long time. But considering the crops did okay. Right now, what do you describe? It looks pretty dry up here. It's very dry. I haven't mowed the lawn in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'd be scared to light a fire right now. <laughs> Tell me about the key farm issues. What do you see as some of the key issues right now? Just worrying about moisture and if there's going to be enough for next year. We've had a really dry year last year, a little bit better this year, but not near what they need to have decent crops. You said the crops here were fairly good then, considering everything. I think so. They did a lot better up north where I'm from. They've got beautiful crops because they had lots of rain. And every time it would rain, we'd be like, oh, we could use some too, but it didn't happen. <laughs> How close when you say up north? Uh, I'm from Carrot River, and we had lots of rain the last couple years there. Yeah, nothing compared to the little bit we've had here. Christy McShannock and Trevor Wagner farm near Cupar, about 80 kilometers northeast of Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. 
Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Durham gained 257 at 244.34. Canola fell 140 at 451.62. Oats dropped 257 at 149.33. Number one red spring wheat declined 18 cents at $229. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, 221.54. Feed wheat, 196.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, this morning, December wheat is unchanged at 565 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Cinnaboya Livestock Auction with the market report for September 12th. Regular sale, your cow and bull market is steady as your heiferettes sold from $1.10 to $1.30 a pound. D1 and your D2 cows sold from $0.79 cents to $0.89. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.79 cents a pound and your slaughter bulls from $1.05 to $1.16 a pound. For any more market information, give me, Brady Olson, a call at the Cinnaboya Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 115 to 124 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 116 to 123 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up before contract prices opened lower this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 74 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3014. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.87 cents US. US cash markets continued their higher trend in yesterday's trade, with negotiated prices in the Midwest up another dollar hundredweight. This week's hog slaughter is expected to be down by more than 120,000 hogs the number of packers will reduce or eliminate their operations today and through the weekend in response to Hurricane Florence. However, packers have a strong financial incentive to maintain higher production levels due to very good profit margins. Lean hog futures continue to see higher levels of price volatility, with the one-month trading range of more than $12 a hundredweight or a change of more than 25% of their price. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, now at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today is increasing cloudiness. 30% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 20, the high 16, the low 7. Tomorrow partly cloudy, 60% chance of showers. Wind northeast 20 becoming light near noon, the high 15 Friday, the low 8. In Regina, cloudy and 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.